Ready? Hello and welcome to the g.e.e.e.k podcast. It's me, Dan, and over there is Red singing along with the theme song because we've never done this. I wonder how it will turn out. I bet it will be rubbish. Probably because even though that sounded quite weird, I bet it's not in time. I bet it's not in tune. No. (laughs) (laughs) Which is nice. Because, yeah, we mix the song in later. Just a little behind the scenes magic there. Ruined for everyone. I'm Dan. I'm Reg. Steve is not here um, because he's poorly. Um, and yeah, so Dan and Reg are in a different venue today. We're back at mine. Mm. Not in uh, Reg's abode. No, it's no, exciting. no. We've had a, a, an exciting couple of days of playing games and eating pizza for breakfast and uh, seeing people who draw comics. And now we're going to talk about it on episode 41. 41, yeah. And uh, everyone already knows about it, though, obviously, Reg, because they've all been following us on Twitter, which, of course, because you're following us, you don't need me to tell you what it is. But I'm going to anyway. It's twitter.com forward slash and facebook.com forward slash And also, we have a YouTube page, which is youtube.com forward slash And even if you don't know what we do, go to our YouTube channel and watch our little channel trailer, because that just explains everything better than I ever could. It is a really, really nice little trailer we've got going on there. Yeah. It's good work you did on that, Reg. I really, really appreciated it. You know how long it took me to do? I know. Minutes. It it took me a lifetime Mm. to get around to asking you if you could do (laughs) one because I can't do it. (laughs) 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 But no. Yeah, um, all props, fair play, do go out to you, even though I am the star of the trailer. Um, It's just a shame. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am amazing. I am in it. You are in it. That, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's two that's great things with me. That's an absolutely <laughs> perfect way of putting it. Mm. So anyway, right, this morning, right. obviously I stayed over at, at Mr. Daniel's house. Yes. Um, while we, we did some stuff we'll talk about mm-hmm. in a bit. Well, yeah, I'll we say got naked and oiled up and played some video games. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I'll say this morning, it was actually this afternoon I woke up. Yes, and that's the important bit. Right. I woke up this afternoon... And within the space of about five minutes, got greeted with uh, two pizzas for my breakfast. Afternoon. <laughs> Pizza for breakfast. Afternoon. <laughs> it doesn't matter Afternoon. what time you... It does. you had a sleep, <laughs> right? No. That is breakfast. No, it's not. It is. It is not. So if you go to bed, if you're working nights, right, and then you, you wake up at, what, five in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you class your, your cereal as? I wouldn't have cereal. I'd have dinner. You'd w- you'd f- you'd wake up mm-hmm. and then literally have like steak and chips for breakfast. Yeah, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but I I would I am I th- I think meal designation is entirely based on time of day, completely and temperature of meal. That's an important factor. It's How like is temperature of meal well, an important factor? Because okay, some people call the evening meal dinner. Some people call it tea. I call it tea because I'm not posh. Right. See, I call it dinner when I'm something hot, but it tends to be tea if I'm having something cold. Likewise, lunch seems to be. Lunch if I'm having like a sandwich or something, and tea if I'm having like a hot meal for lunch. No, you see, you trip yourself up there. It's like you can't have tea as two different things. It can be. Dinner. It can be. Dinner Straddles. is, di- dinner is 12, 12 till 2. Yep. And then tea is anything after five. Brunch. I just... No. Well, brunch br- well basically, that, that's what I had. I had brunch <coughs> because I had I had stonking hot pizza for for breakfast. That's brunch. I I disagree. I enjoyed it. Like I'm not. Don't get me wrong, but it was just it was like you know when you've you've had a lot to drink and then the next day you wake up and you have like the rest of your donut kebab. It felt a bit like that without the. And you wash your mouth out with a can of bitter. Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did offer I offered him a bud. Um, because he still had one bottle of Budweiser left in the fridge, and he was like, no. Yeah, I should have really had that right like, the second. Whoa. whoa. Just whoa. I need... Do you want to go and get it while I hold the fort? Hold the fort, sir. Okay. I'm going to hold two mics. Oh, it's going to go stereo for a minute. Yo, yo. What? Left, right, left, right. Whoop, whoop. I'm probably going to cut this out. We'll see how it goes. 
I might leave it. Normally, I mix it down to, to two channels, but I might leave it separate because if you're wearing headphones, this sounds freaky. Right, Reggie's back now. Um, we went to Leeds. We went to the UK's number one Comic-Con. And by Comic-Con, I mean Comic-Con. None of this Comic-Con that's been just completely taken over by Hollywood. Yeah, it's and just like and films and games. Yes. And comics. Oh, there's a couple of comics there. Literally, out of all the Comic-Cons we've been to this year, which is a lot compared to the previous years, seeing as we've never been to one <laughs> until this year. Um, <laughs> shush, stop it. Um, I genuinely, I haven't seen any actual well-known comic artists. It's always plenty of like little independent guys and whatever. Um, but, you know, I mean, to be fair, who, yeah, who, there was no, no one I could think of that was at, um, at MCM London. That's massive. No. Nope. Yeah. Manchester, absolutely not. And Wrexham. Well, Wrexham next year, they got Charlie Adler, so um, that's pretty nice. good going. Which, if you go on our YouTube page, you'll see him draw a uh, Michonne. Michonne. And also a nice little poster for me. Of Ash getting stabbed in the face with an arrow. Yeah. Yeah. He's been shot by... Uh, uh, which, which was with by Daryl. Yeah, which was funny the because the fact that I said, "Can you just do Ash on the floor like dead as dead. a as a dead thing with, with an arrow saying Ash?" And he's like, "Okay, an arrow. oh, okay." And then he just drew an arrow. In yeah, and then he drew an arrow in Ryan. I was like, "That's not what I meant, but that looks awesome." He was just <laughs> thinking, like, mm, "Yeah, it's another Daryl fan." Yeah. People coming asking me to draw characters I didn't even create. <laughs> oh dear! Do you think he'll ever make it into the comics? No, never. But I like the fact he won't. Mm, true. Yes. Because now they can get rid of him at any point. The only downside about this is he'll probably have like a spin-off where it's like, hey, join Norma's readers just yeah. before the zombie infection yeah. happened where you're just going around skinning animals Darryl and, and surviving. Yeah. Like the game. Oh, God. <laughs> like the bad I'm game, not, but not the, the amazing like the Telltale game. game. Ooh, more on that later. Mm. Let's stretch that segue out about half an hour. Because, Sounds good to me. Yeah, we're not ready to talk about that. I want to continue talking about Thought Bubble. Um, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Um, basically, it is literally a... Com it's rather than a Comic-Con. It's a graphic art, sequential art festival. I like that term for Ooh. comics. Sequential art. Nice. Mm. Um, so it was um, lots and lots and lots and lots of amazing people. Loads of Marvel artists, loads of uh, image artists. Um, do you know what? Can't think of that many DC artists that were there. A couple of Vertigo no, the, yeah, artists, so kind of DC, they still count. Um, so lots of names that I'm probably going to mention now that you'll like, you'll all be like, oh right. But mm -hmm. I'll tell you what they drew. Um, there was a uh, Kelly Sue Connick who who does um, Captain Marvel. She was actually <laughs> she would not do right, the, right the queue for uh, for to go get anything signed and uh, obviously chat to her wasn't very big. I was about four down in the mm. in the row waiting to get the comic signed. Right. Dan, at the meantime, was getting Matt, Matt Fraction. Fractures. Matt, Matt Fraction and uh, yeah, and David Aho do uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. So he was waiting there to get his stuff signed with them. That queue was massive. Uh, and I thought, well, I'll get this done and I'll be able to join across and, and meet Dan there. Dan's finished in that queue and I hadn't moved yet yeah. because that Kelly just would not be quiet. Hogging people. Chatting about everything. She was going on. There was someone, I can't remember her name, uh, Emma someone, who was doing um, signatures to the left of her. And Emma Kelly, yes. Yeah. Kelly was just like, oh, right, buy hers. And kept on like bringing it across and going like, look, at look, the flesh looks like flesh and showing people like pictures of naked women and stuff going, look how beautiful she looks there. And they're like, yeah, can you just sign my comment? No. <laughs> oh, right, look at this. And you kept going and people were like, yeah, I, I will I'll queue up and buy something off her in a minute. Like, oh, you should definitely do that. And she just went on off on one. <laughs> it was well funny. Yeah. She's also had a, a comic exclusive, um, well, comic exclusive cover. Um, it was uh, a comic by Image called Pretty Deadly, which is quite good. It's Wild West cowgirl going around killing people. It's awesome. Yeah, I was and, um, looking through that when yeah, you were Yeah, and a bunch them. of the people that, um, well, the, the two artists, well, the artist, the colorist, and the writer, they were all there. So she was there. Also, um, Geordie Bella, who was ace. She yeah, was I nice and chatty. Um, she worked on Captain Marvel as well. Um, but also, uh, yeah, obviously Matt Fraction, we said hello to. Um, and the people, the guys who write Young Avengers. Um, I forget the name, Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. And the, the awesome thing was, I'd looked in advance. Basically, I'd been down the entire list of who was at this Comic-Con and gone, 
Right, yeah, need to get that. Need I to had get a that. spreadsheet. And I bought, <laughs> yeah, I made a spreadsheet. Oh, I, that, that, I, I saw people with worse, far yeah. worse. So I, like, I knew where they were going to be at what time so I could make sure that I was going to get everything I wanted. I had a bunch of stuff already, but then I wanted to get some on eBay, like some nice ones to get some nice framed, signed, signed artwork. Um, so like their Young Avengers, I already had one of those. Um, so like, perfect, get that signed. And I noticed the guy who did the, color, the, the colors on it was going to be there as well. Far, far, far less known. Um, like I'd not heard of him until I read his name. Went, oh, that's that guy. Brilliant, amazing. Right. So much so that the, the people <laughs> walking up to him because yeah, Kieran Gillen was away at a panel. You, yeah, and he got James Helmick to sign. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In front of his sign, and everyone's like, oh, I love your work. And he's just like, oh no, uh, no, that's nope. not me. I'm I, just a I did. <laughs> I did. Color, I coloured it. But also Jamie McKelvey was like with everyone, just like um, he'd he'd sign Young Avengers as everyone asked him to, and then he'd pass it to Matt Wilson. And before the people had the chance to go, whoa, 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 what, who, why is this bald guy signing my comic? He was just like, oh, he did the coloring on it. And I think I was the only person who went, I know, yes, I need his signature, thank you. <laughs> like I'd always planned on. It's such a great job because like for people like me that can't draw, right? I could go on a on paint and just. Fill yep. up the little paint pot thing and just go like, <laughs> yeah, and just pop it all I in. I think it's squares. a little bit, little bit harder than that. Do you reckon? Because all the colours are already so. there. I think it would be quite easy to okay. do. I'm not taking away his skills because I bet the mad skills. Right, challenge. Awesome. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to download a page from The Walking Dead because that's black and white. Okay. And um, you're going to colour it. I will do on this. paint. I'll colour it on paint. Please do. And then I'll. I'll and then we're going to send it to Charlie Adler yeah. <laughs> to get him to grade it. In fact, that's what we'll do when we when we go to the Wales Comic Con as well. Um, but I'll put it up on on our page as yeah, well so people can up. see how amazing it is. I, I think this will turn out so badly that it will, it'll end up becoming one of these amazing internet sites like that guy who draws um, Simpsons stuff. Yeah, and the, that one that Steve mentioned the other week, the guy who just draws whatever you send him. Yeah. I think it'll be very similar. Jim will paint it. That's it, Jim will paint it. Oh, that was me that was talking about it. You were talking about it. Um, But also, who else was there? uh, Ethan Nicole, who does Axe Cop. Yay! And you should... I'll take a photo of my print I got, because it's amazing! So good. And I also got a... um, It was like the print I got was, you know, for every character um, from this first couple of books that he's done. Um, just all in this huge print of like an explosion coming up and everyone's running or flying or riding a weird animal to towards the actual no, the front of the print I suppose is the okay. way to describe it um, and he signed it for me it looks amazing um, but I also got with that print um, an invite for Atscop's wedding because he recently got married mm-hmm. but hardly anyone turned up so we had a load of invites excess left. wedding invites <laughs> left um, and on the back of it he flipped over and put two reg and drew me a picture of Atscop um, it Beautiful. Was awesome. So I was well made up with that. I bet you were. I really That's bet cool. you were. Although Steve, um, actually left, I'll go into Steve's story in a second, uh, but Steve was with us with Dax Cop, with Ethan Nicole, um, and he got the he got the book two, which is apparently his favourite book. Um, Steve got it signed for him, and he'd done an amazing little sketch of Dax Cop saying, Sean, you can be in my team. That's it. And it looks that good. You should see the smile on his face. It didn't leave him for a long, long time. Yeah, especially not when he got his uh, free, free t-shirt. t-shirt. Which <laughs> is the story I was going <laughs> to say. Basically, we went there. Now, again, the Gadget Show, if you've seen the video on our YouTube page, um, we went to the Gadget Show Expo, and we are all dead excited to see all this brand new tech, and then Steve found out he could update his, upgrade his phone to the next iPhone. So he spent a couple of hours at the Expo. Upgrading his phone. Upgrading his phone. On his stand. Right, so we missed loads of the con. Steve again decided that this year, that this one, Thought Bubble, he was going to have a quick look around, found a place that's given away free T-shirts if you went up and done the Green Lantern um, yeah. speech to start off with, and then the second thing was they, you had to say they something tweeted else. first person to get to my my stand and um, says this phrase wins a free T-shirt. Yeah, so seeing as he apparently he he won but didn't get the T-shirt the first time around he because went, it was a draw yeah. with <laughs> some other girl and then they had to choose from like which hand had the badge in left or right, whoever chose the one with the right badge. The thing is, he goes yeah, this this other girl was like no no I did it first and uh, and he was apparently what was the word he used? Fr- he frivolous. says I was I was frivolous and I let her go and I was like you were frivolous. He meant chivalrous. Yeah, but. 
basically the reason he thought he was being he, he said he was chivalrous is because he let her pick which hand the badge was in so the guy held <laughs> up two hands one with a badge and one without and it was a 50 50 guess you know which one had it and whoever if whoever picked the one with it in won so he says because he let her pick that's why she won it's 50-50. It's 50-50. It's 50-50. <laughs> Mathematically, then... <laughs> it makes no difference. He could have picked. She could have picked. It's still 50-50. Yeah. But then he, he but persisted anyway. then throughout the day. I'm going to get a t-shirt. I'm going to win a t-shirt. That stand. Mm-hmm. Literally. He, he, me and Dan reached off and we're going around seeing like artist after artist and, and just like having yeah. a look around what else is on display. And Steve was hanging around that t-shirt stand up until we left at five and... Up until about half three, quarter to four, mm. um, he come bounding over to us, going, "Look what I've got! I've got a Stanley Iron Cat T-shirt." And he was so made up with it, and <laughs> it's not an even Iron that great. Man face with cat ears. It's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> but yeah, all day he was just sitting there refreshing his uh, the web page, refreshing the guy's uh, Facebook page, which makes me giggle because with his iPhone, he's also got this battery he's pack got a thing, juice pack, uh, which apparently takes it back up to eighty percent. And yeah, Steve like just literally drained it twice. He drained his normal battery and then he drained that battery as well. <laughs> just refreshing, just the, refreshing page. the Facebook page. It's insane. <laughs> and then it turned out the guy was like, he, he eventually posted, uh, well, as soon as we hit 250 followers, I'll give away another T-shirt. So Steve texted everyone he knew saying, please follow this page so I can win a T-shirt. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And yes, he won in the end. Literally within seconds of it being posted. He ran up and just went blah, 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 and said whatever the phrase was. And the guy was like, okay, um, have you just been watching the page? Have you just been stalking it? And he's like, um, just, uh, I just want a t-shirt. You and know you can only win one, you know. <laughs> yeah. So he won a t-shirt. But I got loads of cool stuff signed. Now, see, I, I, was, I, I thought I was doing kind of a, a good thing in that I just bought like one copy of each comic that I wanted to get signed. So I made sure all the artists I wanted something of, I had something of their work. Um, yet, whenever I kind of went up with one comic, I felt out of place. Sure. I queued for ages and I got to the one, that, like there's um, Matt Fraction, I got to the front and I went, um, it's nice and easy one for you, just that one. And he goes, wow, it's a long queue for just one comic. And I'm like, that's what I mean. <laughs> Why do I need 12? There's like people with suitcases. Yes. And massive, long boxes massive and everything. Long boxes, just just full, full of comics. comics. And it was literally like for we were Sean Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um, we were queuing up to get something signed by, about and half an hour. and there was a guy that just literally had about forty comics and like books for him to sign, and he sat there. And he was like, oh, "Sign them all." And the guy went, "Now can I have a sketch?" Yeah, I want to buy that book and you sketch it. Oh my god! No, I can understand. Obviously, you know, if you're a massive fan of someone, you you know, you'd want a couple of things signed, but not like forty. There's there's genuinely no reason to to do that. It's mm. it's insane, absolutely insane. Yes, but very much so. But yeah, I was good. I just had one of everything. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just I felt so terrible. I was hungover to hell. The majority of yesterday, mm. um, I went out on the Friday night for a charity event. And, uh, Aren't you good? <laughs> it was so funny. I, I've never seen my missus this drunk before. Um, we we came back and I'm like, right, babe, we're gonna have to go soon. Cause I'm up like at silly o'clock in the morning to go to Thought Bubble in Leeds. Um, so can we not like spend all night there? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. Um, so we <laughs> we basically got really really drunk. Um, Ash even more so to the stage where the the walk home from where it was to my house is about ten minutes, fifteen at push if you're swaying a little bit. This took me over an hour to get Ash home um, because she was swaying, walking backwards, and then when she found a car that had been iced over, she drew a cock on it and then laughed uncontrollably and sat down. She was laughing that much. She did this to each car on the way home. Brilliant. wasn't just one. It was all of them. And she found each one just as funny. And I'm like, babe, stop this now. She's like, No! You need this needs to happen. It's got ice on it. It needs to have a penis. <laughs> it does not need to have a penis. Um, but she thought it was the best thing in the world ever. Right. Um, we managed to get back in. I had about three hours sleep, if that. Um, and then <laughs> I woke up, went to Thought Bubble. I, I was taking back my massive print uh, from Ethan from Axe Cop. Yes. That's the car, and I thought, I'll phone the missus and just see if she's up and awake and alive. 
and phoned her up and she was <laughs> thought going, I don't remember much from last night. I was so drunk and I was like, You were hammered. Um started talking, she's like, Oh my god, I've just found crusts and, and crumbs in the bed. I'm like, What? She must have decided that she was really hungry when um when I fell asleep last night and went downstairs and made herself a butty. And uh, and the remnants were inside of the bed. <laughs> she brought it back upstairs to eat and just left it there while she slept in it, which is <laughs> so bizarre. Um, and then she was going, she was getting the bus to go into the main city centre so she could uh, do some shopping. And uh, yeah, as soon as she walked past the first car she seen, she went, "Oh no!" <laughs> she just had horrible flashbacks of drawing penises really? on cars. <laughs> so as soon as she saw it, she remembered that was me. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I literally all of yesterday, they I sh- should have been so excited to go, and uh, yeah, I got up and I was like, hey, this will be fun, <laughs> and then I got I got a little bit excited when some J-pop went on, and that sort of woke me <laughs> up, and then we stepped outside, the fresh air hit me, and I was like, oh, hello, hangover, I just felt dead rough, <laughs> so we were queuing up for like the first guy, who was the first guy? We went? Oh, it was, no, it was Fiona was, Staples, um, Fiona and then Staples. you queued for Sean Phillips, yeah, which is fatal. Um, uh, yeah. Oh my god. And he leaned against uh, a fire door and, and fell asleep. asleep. Yeah. Which is kind of dangerous, really, because you could have set, like, kind of fallen back, set, open the door, set the alarms off, and have to evacuate the entire place. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was mad. But anyway, Thought Bubble itself was immense, because usually the, I've only been to a few cons, and the ones I've been to have all been like one massive, huge hall, like building. Mm. And Thought Bubble was in like four different little separate buildings. Yeah, it's nice. Um, dead nice. And they had, I, I was saying to Dan, don't get this, they had this roller derby that's going on in the UK that just seems to be really strong at cons. Yeah. I don't know what it is with comics and, and geeks and nerds and stuff, and but, hot pants. but they need to apparently have roller derby everywhere you go there. Um, I wasn't complaining, but at the same time, it was just really bizarre. They're going around like little flags and just each going around the floor as well in the rollerblades, not yeah. just outside, but all around the, all around the buildings. Very, very peculiar. But there's so many amazing pieces of art and stuff that I wanted to buy there. Yeah. I could have spent a fortune in that place. I think I took about twenty comics and I got all but two signed. Very yeah. happy. Yeah, it was so good. Mm. So, so good. Really enjoyed it. I can't and wait for next year. tonight, we are going to play lots and lots of different Xbox One games. Ooh. Xbox on tour in Manchester. Ooh. Which will be fun. Yeah, Speaking be fun. of which, Xbox One came out. Woo! That's now, officially, the UK is in the next generation. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Very weird. We'll we'll yeah. we'll see him next year. I'm sure we'll join him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still torn which one I'm having. I don't know yet. I think it, the Xbox One is probably going to win it. It depends if Shenmue the, uh, Three gets announced. Shenmue HD for PlayStation Network. <laughs> yeah, then then that's, that's the it. I'm screwed. Then I'm just going straight Entirely. to PlayStation, Entirely. and I will be one of those loyal fanboys, mm-hmm. like I was the first gen for Xbox, because Shenmue Two X came out on it. <laughs> yeah, and Shenmue I, the movie. Yeah, and I just fucked off the the PlayStation Two and was like, nope, don't need you. Never will need you ever again. It's all about Xbox. Yeah. uh, It was great because at that time I worked in the unnamed game shop um, and we could pre-order games and I put so many pre-orders through for Xbox 2X on the Xbox Mm -hmm. and it was great. They came in and people who tried to bring it back, we had had a policy where you could bring stuff back within a certain time frame. Um, Come through and they come back through and like, it's not really my thing, I want to trade this in. I'm like, oh, unfortunately, we can't allow that. No, we can't hear the receipt. No, afraid not. And I'd literally point blank refuse to bring back their game. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. You know, like one of our friends. Um, Have you watched the movie yet? No. Well, there you are. Yeah. One of our friends bought it and then uh, tried to bring it back. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm just bringing this back." He's like, "No, you're not." And he's like, "Yeah." And then I, because I was dead immature and stupid at the time, I was like, "I'm not going to speak to you ever again That's if you bring that in." And it took me what about? Eight months, nine months to speak to him again. I worked with him near enough on a daily basis as well. And then he was out with us as well at night time. But he got so petty when it was like dead business shopping. He's like, Reg, can you help me get this? No, sorry. What? And I'd literally whisper, it's like the other girls here that we work with, like, tell Rich that I said no. She's like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's Christmas, we're dead busy. I don't care, tell him. <laughs> but yeah, it was ice, so funny. Um, but that was great. But yeah, apparently they've uh, they sold lots. I mean, even Sony have congratulated them as well, which is a nice yeah. little uh, thing for them. Return the favour. But they apparently sold over a million units, haven't they? Yep. Uh, which is nice. But that's worldwide. And what, how many countries is it launching? Is it five or six? It launched in a lot of countries. A lot more. Okay, so there you are. So potentially. 
I, I be honest, I think it's a good move because Sony launched the PlayStation in North America only, so that's like two countries. Um, and it's all a million units, so Microsoft absolutely had to sell a million to save face. Oh yeah, um, and based on price, they 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 just le they're less likely to sell that many. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. So, so the answer was launch it in more countries, so at least they can get to that one million figure. Um. Mm. And the other interesting fact is apparently in the last twenty four hours, play players have driven three point six million miles mm -hmm. in Forza Five. They've killed over sixty million zombies in Dead Rising Three. Pulled off 7.1 million combos in Killer Instinct and slaughtered 8.5 million Rise Son of Rome enemies. Fair enough. That's in 24 hours. And that's in 24 little hours. Mm. We do good that's as gamers. a day makes. We do indeed. Shall but we? Yeah. Well, let's kill another 100 Spartans in Rise tonight, shall we? That's it, you know, we'll help them out. Yeah, add a few more to the total. We'll see if we can get them to, to, to 100 million tonight. I can do that. Yeah. And failing that, we can just come back and have more fun um, playing Lego Marvel. Yeah, I'm good with that. That is amazing. But we'll, in fact, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the other this quite cool thing that Microsoft did was um, put up uh, a custom sick note for anyone who pretty much. Yeah. You could go onto the, onto Microsoft.com um, and there's a section where literally it said, right, um, here's a list of, of reasons you could be off sick. And it was like... I can't remember what it was. It was like uh, you know zombie flu and stuff like that. Based on each game, there was something. Um, yeah, yeah, it's quite quite a clever little idea. It's I just think a bit it of was fun yeah, it was just a bit of fun, but it was something that it got a lot of buzz. Mm. Like I've seen loads of people posting up their sick notes, which were just dead entertaining. Um, mm. And yeah, that got the community talking. Like Sony never did anything like that really. Um, so that was a nice little thing for for Microsoft to just get a, not a one up on, but. You know, just a nice little bit more of the yeah. buzz surrounding it, talking point around it, a yeah, lot more yeah. people hitting their site for traffic yeah. to download these notes. Yeah, and that's what they want on launch day, isn't it, at the end of the day? bit of traffic. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I thought was, I mean, a nice touch as well. They always said that this, this was the plan from the beginning, but making a big fuss about having these day one editions. Yeah. Because I don't think Sony had anything like that, did they? No. No, so it's just a regular edition of the PlayStation, so... Your Xbox One controller has Day One Edition stamped on the front, and you got a Day One Edition, uh, Day One achievement. Yeah. If you played it on Day One, which is a nice little touch, to be honest. It's only little things, isn't it? But it's blooming achievements, especially. Are enough oh, for people Christ, to yeah. go. Great, yeah, great. Need it. The one thing that that would be interesting though is how gutted would you be if you got the Day One Xbox, and then <laughs> didn't you, get to play it, on day and then you got the um, you got the disc drive of death. <laughs> Uh, How to make around. any any minor fault sound extreme? Add the word death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it, only a little small thing, but it's quite a few people, a couple hundred people now. But it's not four um, percent that, is that it? are complaining. Well, it's not four. Well, we don't know that no. yet. I've not right, really scoped out the figs, but yeah, I know there's a couple hundred people that are suffering from it where the disc drive just won't read games. But you'd be gutted enough to start standing oh, yeah. in line that entire time, exactly, exactly. <laughs> getting home, getting dead excited, and uh, doing it all, and then finding that out. Mm. But it's like I, one of the people that I um, I follow on Twitter um, quite a lot um, basically went and put, took his COD ghosts uh, with him so he could get that upgraded. And, uh, yeah, that's right. They were doing a digital upgrade on on Call of Duty, weren't they? Yeah, they were going to do it on a few, but it only turned that's out to not be that. happening. No, <laughs> it didn't happen for him. So the idea was you'd buy it for three sixty or PS three or whatever, and then you'd take it back to the shop, and they'd give you a digital download code yep. for, for the one or the PS four. Okay. Yeah, the shops wouldn't do it for him on the Xbox One. Yet the PS4 apparently they did not have any sort of problems with that. Mm, well. So it's a little annoying little niggles, but obviously the console itself is great. But what I loved is he put up a video about ten minutes later and going, "Fine, if I can't play Ghosts on the Xbox One, I'll play it through the seat through the Xbox One on the 360." Um, so because you've got the HDMI pass shoot, that's what he's done. So he's like, "Look at me playing Ghosts on the Xbox One!" <laughs> like amazing. It's Fair such a, a fun little touch. That works. But. That's great. Um, also, I was laughing and joking on the way home yesterday. I was looking through um, just some of the news updates, and you know they've got the the Twitch TV on yeah. the PlayStation Four, mm -hmm. um, and you've got the playroom, which you can go in and you know just the, basically your living room is the the room you can play around in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, loads of people have been banned from that now. One put on a sex show, um, a live streamed sex show, it live on Twitch, streamed it live on Twitch, and they got banned. 
and this is why we can't have nice things done <laughs> <laughs> because this is what happens when as people a, as a race. when people as have freedom <laughs> they go right i've got a camera what can i do that will get us sort of a bit more well known let's have sex on live on tv there's there's no reason for them to do it on a bloody console when you've got webcams why have to make us suffer for your bloody <laughs> stupidity I mean, I don't mind obviously certain things being done. I've got no problem with you know creative things to use your, you know your new PlayStation with. But don't don't do that because now if they take down certain elements, or you're going to have now restrictions in place, it's not going to be as fun as what it was going to be originally. Mm. That and I never got to see it. But um, <laughs> yeah, so you know it's not all just <laughs> slow down. There's, there's always some good points, and there's always unfortunately the negative sides as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, they've both been in the news a little bit recently for okay. <laughs> for their fun. And um, and Best Buy were doing hundred dollar tradings on your old consoles as well, which Jesus, is pretty good. That's great. Mm. That's really good. I also like the fact Best Buy did the other day. I think it was GameStop as well, where you could trade in your copy of any game at all ever, and you could just have Assassin's Creed or Ghost for free. What? Yeah, over in America, Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Ghosts. Wow. You took in any game. Take, apart from football or wrestling, that's always the caveat. Yeah. <laughs> always. I just remember that when we were at the game shop. Yeah. It's like, yeah, trade in any two games and get this one for 99p, apart from uh, FIFA, Pro Evo, and um, what's it? And wrestling. wrestling games. Yeah. But yeah, it was mad. By Literally, people were, people were taking it, and they, they didn't even just stop you with one. So you could literally go in, like some guy took a photo and he had like 10 copies of, uh, he had like five ghosts and five Assassin's Creed. Wow. And I was Not like, that's... Anything about that? That's ridiculous. Mm. That's just really stupid. But let's face, face it, why play ghosts or Assassin's Creed when you can play Lego Marvel superheroes? Why play Lego Marvel superheroes, Dan? When you can watch when someone you can else watch play us it. play Lego Marvel superheroes? <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I uh, agree with you. You yes. need to play Lego Marvel superheroes. It is awesome. So much fun. That was our evening last night, part of our evening, playing that for about an hour and a half, two hours. Um, part of that will go up on YouTube on Friday. Yeah, awesome. you need to watch it. It's just, it's so com well, comical. <laughs> hey, comical. Oh, I get so. it, comic. Um, but yeah, um, it's, a joke. it's just the, the character selection side is obviously huge. The story so far behind it is amazing. Um, and the cameos in it are great. I mean, there's one bit where you're falling down the thing and you see Stanley mm -hmm. who's come down the lift shaft with Excelsior! you. <laughs> which is great. There's, there's Deadpool, um, as seen yeah. him in the background so far once, which I know you will be able to play as him, hopefully, uh, which would be great. And Mr. Fantastic randomly turns into a kettle when you press the teapot. P a teapot when you press the P button. I'd we don't know why. No, I'm we sure really don't there know must why. be some sort of joke inside of that, but I'm not quite I sure I get that it's it a joke, but there's got to be some reason, I'm sure, but it's... Yeah. It's just so random, but it is awesome. Just every last little thing about it, I, I'm loving so much. Yeah, and some of the voices even sound really, really familiar. Yeah, it's even well. got Clark Gregg on it, doing Agent Coulson. Which is great. Yeah, and you were saying you thought you heard, heard Nolan North. Yeah, I could have swore he played Hawkeye. I need to look that Probably. up. I'm sure he does a few. It's, yeah, it's his voice is just so so stand like um individual that you can see it's it's obviously Nolan North that does yeah. the voice for it. Surely he's, he just basically goes goes to a a recording studio every day, just on the off chance that someone's going to be there doing a game. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, I'm pretty sure literally on that day as well. There's about ten different games he does the recordings for. Mm -hmm. He's just like right, okay, I need to get into my voice. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> And sound identical in each sort of one near enough. Um, but God bless him, I love Nolan North. He's great, so you know I've got no problem with that. Yeah. But it's just it's surprising how many titles he can actually get in. True. And it's the uh, the first game I've bought at full price in I don't know how many years. It's I think it's also the first Lego game I've not bought on day one for a long time now. Wow. It's weird. Ever since like I suppose it was like the Batman's so it was like Lego Batman. Then I got the Harry Potter's. I got Lego Batman two. I got Lego Lord of the Rings. Um, in fact, you know the only Lego games I don't possess the Indiana Jones ones. All oh, right, I need to get them. Mm. Cause I can't believe I got the Harry Potter before I got Lego Indiana Jones. I I hope do you get to play short round. I'm I'm sure. I really you do. hope so. I'm but, sure um, you do. But yeah, and Lego Hobbit coming next year. Yeah, they've um they've put up a uh, a poster 
um, which has them all, you know, standing in the like the front of the line, mm. uh, going across, looking out into the sunset, so to speak, with yeah. the uh, Mordor sort of sky. Um, and it says, yeah, it's got like the Lego Hobbit um, all posed for it. And then in the bottom corner, so people might think, oh, it's going to be more Lego Hobbit, just sort of like action figure stuff. And then you've got the TT little symbol in the bottom, Travis Travis Hells, and then it's got more of the information about the game sort of underneath in really small small tiny writing uh, but yeah they've teased it coming for 2014 so it'll probably be next year is that the last one for the Hobbit anyway isn't it? Uh, uh, yes next trilogy. Christmas yeah that'll so, time well be out around about this time so they'll, they'll probably do that for it which will be ace yeah what else can we look forward to do you reckon? I reckon we'll have uh, Lego Game of Thrones oh. uh, Lego, Lego Walking Dead Lego Walking Dead could be amazing. That needs to happen. That could be really good. But that's also quite funny how you tie those two in, Dan. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly <laughs> wasn't even remotely intentional. No, because Telltale Games um, are apparently going to be doing a Game of Thrones. Telltale Games, who did the Walking Dead game? The good Walking Dead the game? Dead, the dead oh, good well, there you go. Dead they're doing Game of Thrones, are they? They are indeed, but it's not quite sure yet what they're doing it as. Is Whether it going to be TV the TV or book? Or book? I hope it's the book. Because the thing I love about Telltale is they can, I mean, they're, the in-depth they go in their stories, and their stories are always just so beautifully written. Yeah. It, it, it's great. Now, even though if they base it off the TV series, they, they're going to be so linear to what they can actually do, whereas in the books, you know, that many different stories running through that you could be like, right, let's run with this, let's run with that, and mm-hmm. it, it can all fathom out. I think it would be so good if they do it like that style, and they keep it a point and, well, not point and click, but, you know, the eventually type sort of game that they've done with The Walking Dead. It will be, I'm sure. Yeah. They can't do... Didn't they try... Wasn't in the Jurassic Park game a awful. little bit more? Yeah. Yes, mm. it is awful. I've heard bad things. Yeah, it's not great. They tried it. They failed. And that's the one thing, you know, at least they try, but because they don't release them for 40 quid They're titles... Not, yes, exactly. You, you, you don't only need to spend about £4 to find out if it's... Yeah, on and that's, all, that's the one thing I love. Episode one's normally free, which is great. Give it long enough. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, great. But I, I can't wait to see more more Lego games. Yeah, and I hope they continue trying because each one seems to be getting a bit more free free roaming, um, a bit. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Really, I mean, really expansive compared to uh, me playing um, Lego Star Wars. That's the main one I remember because that's the one I did, did to its absolute completion. Got every character, every stud you could get. Um, yeah, and that was way more like platformy. Just this, this is a lot more kind of, all well, still linear in a way, but it feels way more kind of, you know, a bit more like it's free roaming, doesn't it? Yeah, that's it. The hubs and everything that you've got inside yeah. it as well. Mm-hmm. It's just so great. I can't wait for everything else to open up. Uh, but the heli carrier just looks awesome. Really Love does. that as your main base. Mm. So good, so so good. But yeah. Hopefully we'll see more stuff coming through soon. Yeah, but um, speaking of Lego, um, next year we've got the Lego movie, which looks amazing. Yes. Um, we also have, I mean, basically, for the year of 2014 for kids' movies, and what you can't see me at home doing that is, air quotes, kids' movies that us supposed adults love. <laughs> so the Lego movie looks amazing. Yes. Uh Pixar about with with uh, Inside Out which is their next movie and then we've got The Muppets Most Wanted. Ah, oh, I can't wait for that. The original Muppets, well not the original Muppets film, the last Muppets film was amazing. Yes. Obviously the original <laughs> was amazing as well, but Do you know to some people it's the original one though, isn't it? Let's face it. Some a lot of kids. That's the that's the thing with these these kids movies is that it's mostly the parents going, this was amazing, you're going to love this, I'm going to drag you to see this movie. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I I don't know which one I'm I'm looking forward to more. I think the Lego movie, just because it looks like it's going to be so different and awesome. But, like, the um, the the Muppets, Muppets Most Wanted, watched, I don't think you've watched the trailer yet, have you? No, not no. yet. The cameos in it. I mean, just it, it looks amazing. I've got the list here, so Tom Hiddleston's in it. But Salma Hayek, Lady Gaga, Christoph Waltz, uh, Zach Galifianakis is back, Hobo Joe, which is ace. Um, <laughs> I loved him in the last one. Yeah, Ty Burrell, who's the dad out of Modern Family, Ray Liotta, Tina Fey, uh, Ricky Gervais plays a big part in it. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, what's his name out of Flight of the Concords? Um, Brett. Yeah, uh, Brett does... Um, does the, the songs again after winning an Oscar for the first one? For nice. I'm a man, not a muppet. Um, but also, um, Jermaine Clement's going to be in it. 
don't know who has. Uh, Sean P. Diddy Coombs. No Dexter way. Fletcher. Celine Dion. <laughs> Usher. Peter Serafanowitz. And this is relevant to something we're probably going to talk about now. Danny Trio. Yes. Yes. Machete himself. Um, while I was making the pizza before, Reg was just flicking through Sky, and I come walking in with a pizza, and this is the adverts run, and I sit down, and then as we're starting to eat and we're just talking, I see come up on the, on the screen, Spy Kids 2, The Island of Lost Dreams. Right, to my defence though, <laughs> what he didn't tell you was, I was watching Man V Food before it, and yeah. then when I found out who's coming in, I quickly went, because it was on Sky 1, because so, I knew it was on there, through flicking through the planner, right. I thought it'd be rather entertaining after us watching Machete Kills and yes. talking about the girl in Machete Kills, I thought, amazing, so put that on, and uh, yeah, it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Buscemi was in it as well, that's <laughs> a bad scientist guy. But this is the thing, it's it's so obviously a Robert Rodriguez film, and it looks, it's in the same vein as Machete, just a kid's yeah, it's version, because it's so bad and cheesy, um, but yeah. unfortunately not entertaining enough to keep our interest but what was amazing I started then looking into Danny Trio films he's a machine like 2013 he had at least 12 movies out next year he's got another like, like 14 15 planned it's amazing he is a great actor though. just all he does is B movies and it's amazing yes. but I don't care I need to see that there's one out next year uh, called Vengeance and he plays a character called Vengeance I think the character is probably looking for vengeance. Jacken. Um, yeah. But Jason Mewes is in it. Nice. Yep. Jay Snugans. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. This should be good. Should be good. But I can't wait to see him again in, um, in The Muppets. I think no, he's going to be facing The Muppets. Um, I can't believe the amount of cameos inside it. I mean, I know The Muppets always used to have amazing special guests yeah. all the time. So, you know, the, I mean, even... Do you, do you remember The Muppets Tonight? Yes. So I, I really like that, even though that only lasted for a series and didn't do very well. I like really used to really enjoy it. Um, the one episode I really remember well, basically my my dad was always into country music, um, so I grew up listening to a lot of country music. You do have bump sticks on your car. This is Johnny Cash Radio. Yes. That doesn't count. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is all, is all right to to like. Right. Okay. Um, but um, I was when I was little. Because of this, I was really into Garth Brooks. <laughs> so I've got everything Garth Brooks ever recorded, and probably about three copies of each. He used to do uh, limited day one editions. like just like Nice. So I've got all these um, first editions of his albums. I've got these box sets. I've got loads of stuff. Um, so yeah, used to be quite into it, collecting all, it all. And um, there's an episode with Garth Brooks on, which was really weird because he never did anything like that. He's always no. very kind of private. But yeah, there's a whole episode where he, he's on. Um, I haven't got a segue for this, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, apparently, Crash Bandicoot might be coming back. Yeah! Right, so I suppose um, there's, there's a couple of little rumours flicking around. The main one started from, if you've seen the PlayStation 4 launch ad, the real life action sort of one. Um, as it's going through, you'll see like, some jets fly over. Uh, which is supposedly like from Battlefield or something, mm. um, and then you've got all the kill zone hell guys like, sort of running forward through the city streets. Mm -hmm. If you pause it when you first see them on the right hand side of the screen, you'll notice some traffic signs. Right, so you, at the bottom you've got a circular like one that's you know usually have like your speed, yep. whatever it in. Inside it is a bandicoot. Okay. Right. A, so him, his silhouette yeah, of Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Next, you've got an arrow that's pointing up, so it looks like it's been spun round, saying they said okay. go right, go left, or what. It's pointing up, and then the top one is the Sony Diamond. Um, could do the Sony Entertainment one, you know, the okay. yellowy yep. RNG SCE uh, yep. Diamond. Is that? So, so basically, Crash Bandicoot is that going is confirmation to Sony. that. <laughs> <laughs> right, but then. One of the, the Sony reps was also tweeted going, oh, it looks like Crash Bandicoot's going back to Sony. Which was like, ooh. Yeah. And then underneath it, are because you serious? Goes, well, but ask Activision. They're the ones that own the IP still. Mm. However, Activision have recently now as well just took it off their website. Because so, usually used yeah. to be a tab for Crash Bandicoot. No, that's gone. It's now gone. So it's, Sony it's may no have brought them back. So Sony may have brought it back. Which is great because, I mean, I agree with, originally Crash Bandicoot was Sony's mascot. Mm-hmm. For a long time, yeah. and you know, it was a Naughty Dog game, and Naughty Dog always done great games. So when he sold him off, he went shit. Um, like obviously, the the ones on the PlayStation One, Two, Three, Crash Team Racing games, are great. Yeah. 
I mean, Crash Team Racing is the best Mario Kart ripoff ever. It, it was a great game. Uh, I mean, me and Dave still play it to this day. It's great. About um, Sega Superstar Racing. Well, that's not really a rip-off. That's just an awesome game that's got Rio in it. Yeah. So, you know, that okay. that, that can't really be classed as anything because that's also got all the little, the little mini-game stuff you can play inside it. And I don't feel it as like a, a cash-in like I felt Crash Team Racing. Um, <laughs> okay. No street racer. <laughs> Crash um, Nitro Kart. Yeah, South Park racing. Oh, there's, there's just so oh, many. Um, like, Shrek Kart racing. There's just so many awful. The South Park one, though, it's just like, let's make a South Park game. What can we do? I don't know. Let's just put them in go karts. Yep, that's fine. Yeah, it's not really relevant, doesn't matter. That's, see, that's the thing with like, South Park. Despite it being amazing, right? And so easy to, to be able to get ideas from, stories from. The games, you up until this stick Chef's of truth, Russia. which is coming out. It just looks amazing, and that is going incredible. great. And it's just slightly disappointing that the um, the games never launched the time when the South Park episode was supposed to come out because they're all done up as a stick of truth. Yes, characters for the episode, but then the game got pushed back. It wasn't going to be launched, so they couldn't put it in in time. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the games were awful. Like the South Park game, the first person shooter, like on the sixty four and stuff, was awful. Really, really bad with like the Braveheart turkeys. No relevance to the actual show either, does it? No, it was just it was shocking. Let's just put the characters into and the then I've seen the South Park Rally, which was just just awful, and then Chef's Little Shack on the Dreamcast. I spent forty quid on that. <laughs> it's just a mini and game and quiz collection, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's bad. And the thing is, like, whenever I whip out the Dreamcast for us to play anything like me, Dave, it's the first thing we always go to. Like, right, we might as well just get it out of the way with. Let's just get out of the way. And we play it no matter how many times. Like we, we go, this is awful. Why are we playing this? Mm-hmm. We still put it on all the time and choose the long round instead of like a short game. We choose the biggest game you can do <laughs> and sit there and play through it, just complaining the entire way through. It's awful, but I love it and I don't know why. It's just bad. <laughs> but yeah, um, so hopefully the Stick of Truth is going to be great and that'll take away all the bad memories. Um, how is this going? This was, um, I don't even know how this started. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, yes. Yeah. So Crash Team Racing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> great, yeah. Oh, so yeah. anyway, um, with that happening now, you know, hopefully the fact, because the PlayStation 2 ones when Activision took over weren't yeah. great, and I think that's why he basically he stopped making games, because no one really sold. They were just all quite awful. Mm. Um, so hopefully bringing it back, I don't think Naughty Dog will do it, but we'll have another compartment inside of Sony that will work with it. Um, stick, stick like the um, Little Big Planet team on it. They, they need. I mean, the fact that Rayman's came back now, back to two D, and it's done so well, and it is a great yeah, return. They are superb. They're games. not going to want to hand it to someone like Ubisoft, though, are they? No. But what I'm thinking is, instead of making Crash three D, why don't they bring it back to his old roots, where it's two D, three D? Sure, they will. That sort of thing. That's Absolutely what they need sure to do. Because uh, that'd be great. And you know what would also be awesome now that they've brought back like sort of 3D and things into TVs? Pandemonium. <laughs> yeah, wow. That'd be great. I remember that on the PlayStation. I remember when, again, we worked in that unmarked game shop and we had the N-Gages. And yeah. Pandemonium was on the uh, Nokia Crash N-Gage. And Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> it was Nokia, wasn't it, the N-Gage? Yeah, Nokia yeah. N-Gage. Wow. Terrible. That was you have so to take bad. the battery out to put the games in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So great. But um so yeah, so hopefully Crash Bandicoot's coming back to the PlayStation. Yes. Along with Rio. Very true. Um we again you know what? I've given up for the rest of this episode on segues because they're too difficult. Um my brain's hurting. So I'm just gonna start talking about movie news. Okay, but before before you do for movie news, don't don't fall out of the habit of doing bad segues, Dan. Okay. Right? Why not? Because Bethesda have actually just trademarked Fallout 4. Um, so, yeah, so <laughs> that was awful, but yeah. at least I tried. Um, so, ZeniMax um, Studios, a couple of weeks back, have been teasing um, this game that they're calling Survivor 2299, um, which is coming through about the wastelands, etc. Mm. Very, very Fallout 4 y, but they were saying no, it wasn't. I meant to put this up in last week's pod because literally the day we were doing the pod, they announced it. Bethesda announced Fallout 4. Um, but there's a teaser still up on the Survivor 2299 website, so I think it is Survivor2299.com. Mm. Uh, it's got a countdown in Morse code to the 1st of December where they're going to announce some news. Um, and it is plainly is going to be Fallout 4. Because they've copyrighted the, um, the, the title Fallout 4. Yeah. 
And I'm so goddamn excited about this. I love the Fallout series. They're definitely up there as like mm. one of my favourite ever game types. Because um, like the, even though the the last sort of run haven't been very Fallouty, uh, the universe is still the same, but the gameplay is just nowhere near as as great as what it used to be. But they're still just so much fun to play. I absolutely love them. And the DLC packs that last year, uh, goddamn long. Well, it's Bethesda, so they last you forever. And same as like Skyrim, you know, yeah. the other scroll games. If you want the game to last you. It can last you if you just want to rag through it. You can go through the story, and you know you'll miss out on ninety-eight percent of what the game actually is. But it's just this is so good. Like New Vegas was was great. The add-on packs for that was fantastic. Three was awesome. I'm hoping four they're going to do a little bit something different. But I've got a horrible feeling it's probably just going to be Fallout Three with a new skin on again. Mm, yeah, probably because end of the day, Fallout Three kind of was a bit more standalone, wasn't it? You're in the vault and whatever. So. Yeah, you know, rather than actually a continuation of any kind of story from one or two. Yes, in the same world, but your new character, new home and everything. Well, I mean, they've all been sort of standalone titles in that sort of aspect. And you've always been from a different vault each each time around you're sort of going through it. Um, but, I mean, the, the the thing I love about them is, like, obviously, number one was... Um, you Number one and two, you go for like the garden where you can create and kit, and the, you know you're trying to basically get back to your vault to make sure everyone survives and stuff. Right. Three, just like okay, then right, go out in the wild, look for, look for your dad. There's no like pressing matter, but you just want to go. Hey, look at the world. Look at what we've created. It's amazing. And fair dues, I got lost in that game. It was it was phenomenal. The moment when that vault door just opens up and you get that blinded white light. And then you're out in the in the wastelands. Mm. It was a proper jaw dropping. Like, well, that's my problem. I never got past that. Wow, that's about as far as I got on it. How did you not get drawn into it? It's just I don't know. That whole first hour or whatever just didn't really like the training. grab me that much. Cause that's, yeah, that's what it is. A tutorial. That's what the vault is. When you step out of that and you can just see the depth of the characters and the the world they created, every little detail is just spot on. Okay. You need to get back. I'll into try it again. I will. Once I finish Lego Marvel Superheroes, then I'll give it another go. But you know, yeah. Um, I've still got all the Batman games to go through. Actually, I need to finish off Arkham Asylum so I can get into Arkham City. How have you um, not done them either? <laughs> They don't have a lot of time. They're, they're only short games, well, they're not long games, but they are great games, and I thought I know that you'd are. love you some I Batman. I know they are. Speaking of Batman, Reg, um, Batman vs. Superman. Yes, did it. <laughs> I got it. I'm back in. I'm back on the segues. Um, they, they've um, potentially got a few uh, titles lined up. They recently registered um, some... Yeah, some potential titles for Batman vs. Superman or Bat- whatever they're going to call it. So, basically, it's here's... Be eccentric millionaire versus journalist. No. Um, I'm going to go for um, animal versus supernatural. What? Science versus the supernatural. You're trying to make a hex joke. I, I wasn't, no. to be honest. Right. Shut up, um, and I will read these. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for. I'm going to go. Shut I'm going to go. Be quiet. I'm going to go. Return stop it. of Krypton. I'm going to go. Shush. Right. Here's the, what what they potentially. Um, it, it, they, they're going to continue with the Man of Steel theme, right? I don't know what you're saying. What? I'm going to be able to listen to that. I'm going to single that out and see what you're saying. Basically, we've got Man of Steel, Battle the Night, with a K. Gay yep. Man of Steel Beyond Darkness. Oh my god. Man of Steel Black of Night with a K. Man of Steel Darkness Falls. No. Man of Steel Night Falls with a K. That's just referencing one of the old Batman mm. Nightfall. Nightfall. Uh the the Bane story. Uh Man of Steel Shadow of the Night. Without a K. Man of Steel The Blackest Hour. Man of Steel, Jesus the darkness Christ. within. No, 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 no to in their all of them. No. They are awful. I mean, I know my ideas probably weren't the best, but mm-hmm. they were a lot better than them. Yeah. No, no, they weren't. They, they were marginally better, but they were still terrible, so that doesn't say much about your suggestions. No. Yeah, I just, I'm not quite sure. 
I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know whether it's just let's just throw some misinformation out there. I think they're doing it just to to throw off. I don't think it's going to have a subtitle. I don't honestly reckon it will. I reckon it's it not going to be Batman, be... Superman. No, I don't think just, Batman's going to be, be referenced. It's going to be Man of Steel, something or Superman something. But it I won't... think I always thought Knight will be in there somewhere. Do you reckon? Yeah. I hope not. Hmm. I hope not. They'll want to. They'll want to reference that Batman's in it, but not directly. Just, yeah, the Darkest Night or something like that. Who knows? Be one of those. There's. A, I. I. I think. <laughs> what? Man of Steel. The waning hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, awful. The but I'm going to keep hour. these going. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Wayne. I get it. Just, just no. <laughs> I'm going to keep them going. Mm. I will find some that will be good. Um, but while we're on the subject of kind of Man of Steel and Dark Knight, the screenwriter, uh, David S. Goya, is apparently working on a, a adaptation of The Sandman, the Neil Gaiman uh, Vertigo Comics book. Goya, what else have I... Um, he, did, it, David, he, he writes... Um, Person of Interest, and he did the Dark Knight trilogy with yeah, Chris Nolan. Right. Person of Interest, yeah. Yeah. Um, and apparently he's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt lined up to play mm. the lead character as well. That now, despite my namesake, Sandman, mm. uh, I've never read one of the Sandman books. It's been on my Amazon wish list for a while, but I've still not um, not read one. But I just get the feeling when I do start reading, I'll just get completely drawn into it because it is generally regarded as one of the best comic book series ever written. Yeah. Um, but either way, it doesn't stop me being excited for this. No, true. Oh. Uh, it, it could be really, really good. I got a really good feeling about it. Um, when I was younger, I used to keep getting confused, and I don't know why, but Shadow Man and Sandman just okay. confused all of the time. Mm. Um, but Shadow Man was great, but I think obviously Sandman should be really great. And all of a sudden, John Lee Levitt has got, has got really... Like huge, so he's like the flavor of the month for some reason. Yeah. And well, I mean, Third Rock from the Sun just that blew his great. career up. Yeah. I love Third Rock from the Sun. I still like that a lot. Great series. Yeah. And then uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, obviously, he's, he's good in that. Big silence, Rich. Moving on. Okay. Um, but no, he was awful. In yeah. I hate that film. Last bit of movie news. Um, we've been talking about rebooting The Crow for ages. Yes, ages, they have. Ages, ages, ages. After um, that guy out of Angel ruined it. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is, but yes, ruined it. Um, and they potentially have got uh, a, a new actor lined up. This is a weird one. Yeah, and I wouldn't have guessed this. Norman Reedus. Hmm. Yeah. Out of, out of Talking Dead. Yeah, mm. I... Just no, I don't think he's he's right for it because he's too. I I need just need to see him in anything other than The Walking Dead because that's the problem in my head. He's typecast as that sort of yeah because he's been doing it for that long now and that's you know the main thing you know him from. Yeah, but. exactly, and that's the that's the only thing anyone really knows him from. So I need to see him in a, in another movie or something. And I'm surprised he's not done more movies because he is he's the by far the breakout. Character. Oh, hell's yeah. Half Walking Dead. Yeah, which is very, very bizarre. Because mm. it's literally one they made up for the show as well. It's just crazy. But it's, yeah, to be fair, you know, they, they've done really, really well with him. Um, but I just, I don't see him being the crow. Mm. I don't know why. I just can't put my, I can't, no, I don't think he's a good fit for it in the slightest. I'm not too sure who I want to play him, but I don't want Norman Reedus. Yeah, it doesn't. I was never that attached to the crow, so I really don't care one way or another. If I'm honest, yeah, I really liked the. Uh, I really liked the original, mm. and the uh, TV series was quite awful. Oh that, yes, that, I forgot they even did that. That was really awful. Mm. Speaking of TV series, though, that okay. wasn't even an attempt at a segue. Right. Uh, but as you know, I started watching Arrow, trying to catch up on that. Oh, you did. Uh, which is great. Apparently, he's going to get a mask now. He's actually going to get a proper mask instead uh, of just green paint over his eyes. Just, yeah. The little thing he's got going on, so you know that's something to look forward to. Episode season three about, isn't it? Eh? Wow, okay. <laughs> he gets a mask, uh, but no, I'm really enjoying it. So I'm looking forward to, to continuing on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the amount of bad guys stuff that you've got lining up as well that are coming for it. Which that's is what I enjoy about it. Great, but I just don't 
100% enjoy the show as a whole. It's it's good, it's fine, but it's not enough to drag me in every week Do you week think a week. mask might help that? But, hmm, possibly. <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out, Dan. Keep okay. watching. So I've got to make it to season three to find out. Yes. They're not even halfway through season two yet. No. Okay. But that's one of the big changes that they've announced. That's the thing. Going next love season. It. If this is the only change that happens, <laughs> is he gets a mask. Yeah. You don't know what else to do about Coming the series. Soon. The series is just him like what going, all going across the city for. and just going in front of like windows it's and mirrors, mask going shop, mask ooh, shops, yeah. and just trying on new masks and thinking how pretty he looks. In oh, the mask. We, I need, we need like yeah, like a, a montage of him standing in front of mirrors with different masks on. Yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. That'd that be so much makes fun. any film infinitely better. <laughs> a trying on montage. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't have one more thing. But I want to introduce a new segment. Um, she isn't really introducing, it's just naming a segment. Because, let's face it, over the last few weeks, we've had an awful lot of talk about K-pop. Mm-hmm. And how wonderful it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we should have the K-pop minute. I think we should have an A-pop minute. Okay, just in case we have any J-pop included in there. Because I do love me some J-pop. It's the A-pop minute. A pop minute. Yeah, we need a better theme song than that. Oh uh, yeah. Well, why don't we find out if anybody knows any lovely Asian people that are willing to speak yes, Japanese or Korean just for to record us that. and just record that little bit? Perfect. That would be wonderful. Yeah. And you know, drop us an email, uh, Dan at g.e.e.k.com or Reg. No, Dan. But send it to me. No, if you know any any um, Japanese people, girls. Email me <laughs> <laughs> with also their on. telephone number and address. <laughs> <laughs> well, and photos and measurements. Um, yeah. Now, uh, thus far, our fascination with K-pop has been restricted entirely to the fact that um, the videos is often very hot Korean girls dancing around singing. Oh, um, oh they! I've never noticed no, that. I've, I've never always, noticed. I've always really Someone enjoyed the cinematography yep. and the choreography and the music and the definitely the lyrics. Also, the music's amazing, but mostly the lyrics because we've no idea what they're t- they're singing about. Nope. Apart from the odd English word. Hey and boy. Melt it down <laughs> like ice cream. Um, bubble pop, bubble 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 pop. pop. Um, but there is a new one that is taking the internet by storm, Reg. Um, it's a group called Crayon Pop. Oh, this is your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that um, I, is... And it's flipping it, awesome. It gets buried in your head and yeah. you want to stop borrowing. This, is, this is all about stays. the song. And the, also, the. also the video, but for completely different reasons than why I really enjoy Girls' Generation. Um, essentially, it's just bizarre. They're, um, it's five, five girls who dress in tracksuits who have crash helmets on. All times. Yep, all the time. It's Even like there's, they 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 tend to do videos on YouTube where they'll do the music video and then they also have like a dance version, which is sometimes yeah. just a music video without anything else. And then they have like the, the choreography version where they're in a dance studio, and they have this and they're still wearing the helmets. They're in a dance studio, but they're wearing crash helmets. <laughs> so kooky. Yep. But um, the video is just one of the funniest videos. Involved. Yep. It's like they were meant for kids, but they're not because no, they're just so cheesy. They've got and some amazing so moves though as well. Oh um, hell's yeah! And you know what? I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna let you hear a little bit of the chorus. Uh, let me find it. Uh, it's coming up. Hey, <laughs> I love it. Oh, here we go. Ready? Go jumping. Jumping with fire. <laughs> no, you were all the way to the uh, to the co- Comic Con um, thought bubble. This was stuck in my head. We're walking around queuing up with people, and I'm just going jumping and jumping and just laughing to myself as it's going through. And I can't get on my head, and people were staring at me like. What yep. is he doing? Well, every time my phone rang at the Comic Con, people were staring at me. Yeah, which thing I love is um, <laughs> obviously I've got a little bit involved in this A pop minute. Um, like Bubble Pop has been one of the catchiest ones for me, which I love. That's Dan's specific tone for anything he does for me, like a WhatsApp, a message, or a ringtone. It's always Bubble Pop that starts playing. 
<laughs> I was at home the other night playing on the computer, and then randomly out of the blue, Bubble Pop just starts like playing dead loud. I'm like, what the hell's that? <laughs> really confused me. And then I was in work, and we had like a visit coming down from like the big bosses, and they're all walking around. And then, lo and behold, my phone starts going off, <laughs> and it's just Bubble Pop, and everyone just looks at me and like. What is that? And Haley was shouting at me because apparently my music taste, which is so amazing, and I don't trust them. <laughs> Stop playing the song. Sorry. Um, yeah, my music taste. Obviously, I you know I hate the likes of anything really. It's Lily like Allen and Lily Allen, especially <laughs> cow. Um, but yeah, and then apparently I've lost all all respect now because of my amazing love of A-pop. <laughs> they just went. I can't believe you got that. Andrew wow. threw my phone uh, to the other side of the room because I wouldn't stop it. <laughs> But it's great. I I do really really love a pop, and it did start off with just the videos, obviously. Um, but now it's grown into so much more, Reg. It has. It's actually grown into the love of the songs, and we're debating about how long it's going to take until we actually know the lyrics to these songs. Even though we don't understand the, the language. No, but it will happen at some point. Definitely, it will happen. But again, I suppose this didn't even stem from videos. This stemmed from Marvel Agents of Shield. It's true, all started talking about Chloe Wang. Yeah. <laughs> Chloe Bennett. But anyway, go, seriously, go to YouTube, um, search for Crayon Pop, bar, bar, bar. Yes. And watch the video to, in its entirety. If I watch that one, then I watch the global one, which has got the, the completely version. different ending. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing and so bizarre. It's just, it's wonderful. Just the, the dance, the dance alone, the, they, they dance like they're on pogo sticks. It's awesome. Yeah, we're saying when we go to a proper club or something, we're going to try and request it. We're going to do the yeah. dance. We're just going to get the entire dance floor doing it. Yeah. It's, it's a necessity. And it's going to be one of those amazing... I hope you know uh, what they call flash dances or flash... Flash mob. Flash mob. If we could do a flash mob of A-pop, <laughs> like just literally smack banging somewhere central where there's going to be like hundreds of people just walking past and we're like, what's going on? That'd be awesome. I like it. That would be really good. Okay. So we need to do that. Yeah, why not? Eh? Indeed. Right. right, so anyway, we are going to shoot off now. Go play some and Xbox. Geek out. We're going to play some Portal for you guys so you can see the finishing off of that. Then we're going to go play some Next Gen, which is current gen now. It's not really Next anymore. How weird is that? Yeah. Current gen is now wow. Xbox One and PS4. Weird. And something. Wii U. No. No. Wii U. Just no. Wii U. No. Wii U. Right, I've been Reg. I've been Dan Wii U. I'll be on you in a minute. Time to geek out. Bye. Bye.